Hey everybody, thanks for checking out the first episode of Website Worth It series, where we will do a deep dive on websites for sale and see if it's worth the sale price. We do this by looking at the website's domain health, traffic sources, keywords, backlink profile, and an on-page search optimization. We will take a look at the website sale page also, you know, on the actual marketplace to see if we can verify its data and the claims actually made by the seller. So uh, let's just jump right into it by doing a deep dive on a website for sale on Flippa.com. The website is easypickinstore.com. The reason I'm picking this website as the first episode of the Website Worth It series is because, simply enough, it was just suggested to me from an email that was provided by Flippa. So um, it was a, you know, a suggested in a featured website, so I just thought you know, I would, would go ahead and uh, analyze it. Um, if you'd like to know more about me specifically, just check out the... Uh, description on YouTube and the uh, description on Anchor to get a little bit more about myself. I'm just a, a digital marketer with 10 years of experience working with clients like Nike, Adidas, Reebok, etc. Um, you know, I've been in all aspects of the digital marketing game, so I just decided that I would give my two cents on, you know, websites that are for sale on these marketplaces and just to kind of see whether the websites are worth the sales price. So with that being said, let's just jump right in for www easypickinstore.com and the first thing that I'd like to do is just go ahead and take a look at the sales page for this website so I mean that's really as a first-time buyer you're going to look at the sales page and that's how you're going to come up with your um, first assessment really about the the website um, and essentially all the data that you will see will be provided by the seller if you don't have a lot of marketing experience and digital marketing experience specifically you most likely then are not going to have the tools that um, are available for you to do a website analysis um, you know these tools uh, can actually be pretty expensive for a first-time uh, website buyer a couple of hundred dollars for each one per month so um, you know I have access to these tools so I just thought I'd go ahead and run some reports, look at the data, verify some information, and then, you know, give it to you guys as online buyers. You know, I'm an aspiring entrepreneur myself, and I just thought it would be great for um, there to be some transparency and all of us be able to share information so we can make better online business buying decisions. So looking at this uh, easypickandstore.com, it's a uh, dropshipping clothing shop for women. Uh, that's cool. Um, you know, dropshipping is something that a lot of potential online buyers look for simply because dropshipping has the allure of being a low time investment uh, business. Um, a clothing shop is great for women specifically because that has a high opportunity for sales. So that's great uh, also. Um, the current price right now for this website is going at $7,000 and it has 35 bids. Um, the reserve price is $9,000 and there's 10 days left. So, um, oh, just to make a real quick point, this Actually, uh, I'm recording the screen while I'm doing this analysis. So if you check out the YouTube channel, you'll be able to see exactly what I'm talking about and then be able to follow along with me and see some of the reports that I'm going to show myself. So um, if you're listening to this on Anchor, you can simply just um, listen along and then go check out the show notes and be able to see screenshots and the actual PDF reports themselves to be able to see some of the data that I'm talking about. But with that being said, let's just keep moving on. So it's been 35 bids, and uh, now we're going to go down. It's a premium public auction, which means from what I understand that most likely it's being promoted to be seen. I think maybe that's why I saw it in 
my uh, emails from Flippa. It's been listed three times previously. I'm not too sure why that is. If you know there just wasn't enough demand from online buyers, if there was just some discrepancies, or maybe just the seller did not get the price that they wanted. But let's just go down right now, and um, we're going to first look at the traffic. So, uh, yeah, the traffic. You know, a lot of the times with Flippa, it says it's verified, but um, I'd like to know specifically sometimes you know when was it verified at what point in time was this data verified when was it most recently verified maybe a timestamp or a data stamp so it's kind of hard to verify the accuracy but i'm happy though that they do allow um, direct synchronization with your with the seller's actual google analytics account which lets you know that the traffic and the page views in, in the unique views is most likely very accurate so but let's just look at the description so the seller says that um, www.easypickandstore.com is a dropshipping clothing shop for women. The business is 99% automated, run it from anywhere in the world, easy and fast, fast growth just by optimization. Top one ranks on google.com. So th that's the first thing that I'd like to dive right into is, you know, when you get these descriptions from the sellers, this is probably where you should start first verifying some of the information. Um, I First, when they're saying it's 99% automated, I'd like to look at what that automation is like. It doesn't seem that there's any actual real concrete details on what the workload would look like. Um, I, you know, I think that's something that the seller should provide. You know, I don't think you know withholding information by saying that it's sensitive or anything from that is actually a good way to go about it, unless if you know you're trying to be a little bit misleading. But if you're saying the website's 99% automated, then you know, most likely provide what tools it's running on. How is it 99% automated? Um, the next thing, and I think for me, this is the most important thing, is that it says that there are top one ranks on Google.com. So for, for those who don't understand, a top one rank means that the website has a keyword that ranks for the first position on Google.com, right? This could be a great thing because that means you're getting essentially very, very cheap traffic that if it converts into sales means that you're going to have a profitable business. And the more keywords that you have that rank in the top positions on Google, the more traffic you will get, the more money you will get, especially for an e-commerce e website like this one right here. So when the seller says that they're uh, a top one rank, you have to ask yourself, okay, then what is the word or the keyword phrase that they have a top one rank for? Um, you know, if it's absolutely unrelated to the business, then it's pointless. So it needs to be something that actually has something to do with the business and it translates into great organic traffic and then that translates and converts into actual sales. So um, I'd like to scroll down because this is not the first time that I'm, I'm looking at this sales uh, uh, sheet for this website. Um, I'm looking down and you know right here it says uh, top channels in organic search. So 94% of the website's traffic is coming from organic search, which is is you know the same thing as a top one keyword. So um, I don't know, you know, if they're claiming that they have multiple top one keywords and that's what's driving all this organic search. Um, you know, it'd be good for them to state what those top uh, top one rank keywords are, so that you can get a better idea of exactly what it is that's sending traffic to the website. But um, I'll go ahead and you know figure that out for you guys and, and give you a. A rough idea of what's going on so so let's just uh, not get too uh, distracted because there's a lot of information to go here so but let's just cut right to it so let's go ahead and look at the keyword profile for www.easypickandstore.com and figure out exactly what are these top one ranks that they have for their website so 
The first tool I'm going to jump into is called SEM Rush, and uh, this is a great tool for basically um, doing any sort of you know digital marketing analysis and you know looking at competitors' websites, your websites, in basically just anything that you could possibly imagine that you would need for uh, you know um, running a website competitively. I'd say so. This actually is for the website that we are looking at, and just one thing that I'd like to look at right off the bat are the keywords. So here is the keywords profile. So let's go ahead and click right here. And then let's uh, give it a second to load. So what's going to happen is it's going to load up and it's going to show all the different keywords and the positions that they have on Google that are for the easypickandstore.com. So when you scroll down, here you go. You have your organic search position. So, um, you know, there's about 1,400 keywords just in the last 30 days that this website um, has content matching on Google for. But when you're looking at which ones are its top one position, Here's what you have here. You have Easy Pickens, you have Easy Pickens Near Me, Easy Pickens Store, Easy Pickens Shoes, Easy Pickens Hours, Easy Pickens Dresses, Easy Pickens Locations, Easy Pickens Official Website. So um, I've already done the deep dive on this website, so I already have come to the uh, conclusions that I've uh, that I've that I've you know noticed from the actual seller's website. And based on their claim so it's not a surprise to me so I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you um, upon doing the research specifically for this website I found that the actual keyword easy pickings and easy pickings near me and easy pickings stores they're not for this business um, there is a another brand that actually has the same brand name easy pickings and this brand is actually the one who I personally believe is generating the traffic so the seller claims and I'm just gonna go right down to the comments and honestly the comment section is what sort of inspired me to actually start this um, video sooner because once I saw the comment section it just seemed something was a little bit off um, so let's just go down here right here the owner says that there has been no marketing done we only get brand name traffic and some product traffic from Google around the world okay they even provide an SEM rush link which I think is pretty interesting though most of the traffic is from the United States this is a perfect opportunity to grow it to more channels and as well increase organic trout traffic from Google by optimization so this part is is interesting because they say they only get brand name traffic, but when asked in the comments, how do they generate that brand name traffic? So if someone searches for Amazon because it's brand name traffic, it's because Amazon has done a fantastic job through their customer service, through their sales, and through their marketing of creating brand loyalty, where people will go and they will search for Amazon. Uh, this website does not have that. Easypickandstore.com, when you actually take a look at their website, there hasn't been a lot of marketing promotion. They're even saying it themselves. There's been no marketing done. So when you don't have any marketing done, how then are you letting people know about your brand name? Why are people searching for easy pickings when you have done no marketing to generate that interest? So what I found is that they're getting this easy pickings brand name interest because there is another clothing store that's a brick and mortar location that is very popular that has the name easy pickings. Now I do not know whether or not this was done on purpose but that Easy Pickens brand, that's the actual 
brick and mortar location existed before this easypickandstore.com. So let's just go ahead and take a look. So right back here to the keywords, it says easy pickings. When you go ahead and you type this in into Google, let's just see what happens, right? Let's just take, you know, take a quick look. Go here, easy pickings. And these are the actual search results. So what you're seeing here is the first result, and you know, there's gonna be a bit of a battle between the easypickingstore.com and the actual brick and mortar location, but here's the brick and mortar location. So the first result that actually shows up for easy pickings, which is where this website gets the majority of its traffic from, is from this keyword, this brand uh, search keyword that they claim. If you actually go and you check it out, you're looking right here, it's an Instagram page. They have 4,000 followers and they're posting regularly. You can see here that they have a huge following, people who are liking and commenting on all their products, they do sales, so they're active. Now, this location, or I'm sorry, this uh, brand, this Easy Pickens brick and mortar brand, actually is in the Bronx, in Queens, New York City, New Jersey, and in the Philly area. They have multiple locations. They have their own website, easypickens.com, but when you actually go to this website, it reroutes to their Instagram page. Not sure why they chose to do that, but that's just what they're doing. So people are looking for this brand, but let's just not stop there. Let's go ahead and see what else shows up, right? Okay, here's the easypickinsstore.com, and you keep going down. Well, look at that. It's a, another Easy Pickens social media page for the, I'm sorry, the brick and mortar location, and this one has 64,000 likes. That's pretty huge. Um, you go down, it's also the Easy Pickens Twitter page. And then an Urban Dictionary. And then what's here? Okay, this is the Bloomberg page that shows the company website, right? That this Easy Pickens um, brick and mortar location, you know, has existed. It's retail. It shows you its address and their phone numbers and that website. This website is not in any way, shape, or form affiliated with the seller's website. But what's happening is people are actually searching for this Easy Pickens. This Easy Pickens does do social media. This Easy Pickens does have a following. This Easy Pickens does do digital marketing, and they are uh, in demand. So I personally believe that all of the search traffic or the majority of the search traffic data that this website claims that it's getting as a brand search, you know, claiming that all of a sudden that their brand is somehow really, really high and that people are searching for it, I believe it's all brand confusion and people are searching for the Easy Pickens brick and mortar location, the one with locations in New York City. Um, the way that I'm gonna verify this and the way that I see this is by just kind of looking at some of the other data, right? On the seller's page, they claim that their bounce rate is 41%. Now, that means that essentially that the people who are visiting their website after searching Easy Pickens on Google are hitting their website, are clicking on it, and the majority of them are spending a good amount of time and looking at a good amount of pages. This would indicate that, yes, they are looking for that Easy Pickens, the online one, the easypickinsstore.com. But it could also mean that they were looking for the previous brick and mortar brand, but then they happened to stumble across this brand, and because they also sell women's clothing, they might have assumed that they're the same company. And from that being said, they're gonna be generating sales from it. But I would like to verify this bounce rate. Um, it doesn't really show what time period this bounce rate covers. I mean, is it for this entire period of October uh, 19 to November 18? 
you know, these one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve months, or is it for a specific month? You know, flip it doesn't really say. Um, but when I go do my own analysis on the bounce rate for the website, and let's go now back to SEM Rush. Let's go back to the domain overview here and see what the number was for bounce rate. So give it a second to load here. And then let's see if we can find what the most recent bounce rate has been. Going down here. Let's check out traffic analysis, possibly there. And uh, sorry about the sound in the back. My laptop is uh, going through it right now because I have uh, so many screen sharing things open. All right, here you go. So under traffic analytics, you're going to have for the last, let's say, historical data. So this is for the last month I'm seeing. Let me just change it. Let's see what happens here. Yeah, this is for October 2019. So the bounce rate is at 85%. So now... Obviously, the Google Analytics data provided by the seller is going to be way more accurate than any of these analytic websites. But the fact that it's even ranking at this high tells me that there's something going on. So, and that the visitor duration is only 37 seconds. These are very, very different numbers than what's provided by the seller. So, I would, I think that it's on the seller to provide very recent bounce rate data and visitor duration data and pages visited data. Um, at least as soon as October to see exactly what's going on with the website's bounce rate. Because if it is in the 85%, then that means that there is brand confusion. People are searching for easy pickings, the retail brick and mortar locations that are in New York City. And instead, because the seller has been able to corner the traffic, are instead seeing easypickingstore.com, visiting it, thinking it's the same company, and then realizing it's not, and then leaving the website. The bounce rate is basically a percentage that represents how many people visited the website without visiting any other pages on the website, just leaving immediately after hitting the page that they land on. So it just shows that essentially there's not interest in that page. So that's something that definitely needs to be addressed by the seller. Um, so so that's that's one major uh, issue that I'm, I'm having with, with this website, and it's the fact that the seller is claiming that this search traffic, this brand search traffic for the keyword easy pickings is one developed by them for their brand rather than addressing that it's most likely for this other easy pickings store location. Um, they are from completely different cities. Obviously, the seller is from Latvia and this actual other website, this other brick and mortar location is from New York. So they're not even affiliated in any way, shape or form. So. With that being said, let's just keep going down. Um, one uh, other thing that I, I noticed about the website that just seemed a little bit off was, in general, how they were responding to comments. A lot of the things that they were saying was always private message, private message. You know, they don't want to publicly share the information. And to me, that's a pretty big red flag regarding um, what they're doing. Um, for example, if you look at right here, it says, you know, you know, how much money have you spent, uh, uh, you know, person said hello how much have you spent on marketing and you know their response was zero it's all organic traffic from brand name so they are here clearly claiming that easy pickings and that traffic generated for it is for their brand name and not in any way shape or form mentioning 
the other Easy Pickens brand that has a massive social following, way more than them. Theirs are in the zero. You know, the other brand has them in the thousands and they're active. So um, that to me is a big red flag. I'm not too sure why they're doing that. So another thing is, um, let's just keep going. You know, another person asked, how do you pick winning items to sell from Ali Shark or other software? And, you know, they said, no, we do not need this. Our site is based on brand traffic. People buy due to brand name. So there's that claim, again, that people are saying that it's due to their brand name, that the Easy Pickens store.com brand is well known enough and that people are searching for it specifically. That's multiple times that they've made this claim, and I think it's totally off. Um, so the person followed up. You know, asking so that you're you're saying that people are very likely to purchase whatever products they have on the website. And again, the seller responded with yes. Um, so again, another person said, can you provide analytics and search console? And they want a private message. This should be publicly provided because with a search console, you can actually see more granular data regarding the keywords that the actual website is showing up for. And you can look at the link building that's being done for the website. Um, if you keep going down, here you have someone who's actually on Sunday asked, hello to the seller, there seems to be physical stores associated with this brand. Can you confirm what the situation is here? Do you have a private supplier? There was some weird deleted comment, I'm not too sure, but then they responded and said, hello, it's not related to our store. Please check private message. We have sent you answers to your questions. Now, again, and this is what I'm saying, this should be answered publicly, you know, because there's nobody who can fact check what they're saying. They're being very, very... Um, deceptive to be honest and, and uh, another commenter said the same thing why are you answering in private message don't you think that more information is available you know why are you asking to have the information separately or privately and then this you can see that the seller lashed out by saying that it's a you know pointless comment and even why bother writing it and what is your aim here well it seems like the aim here DJP SEO is that uh, you're being a bit deceptive with your sales sheet regarding your website. There's a lot of discrepancies and things that seem like they're very, very off and you're not addressing them publicly. And it just seems like you are trying to offload this website that you've uh, created. So um, let's just dive into a, a, a few more things that I've, I've noticed about this website. Let me just reference my notes very quickly. Right. And uh, another point that I had was that the website, the majority of the traffic or about 70%, and, and this is information that if the seller would like, they can provide their own actual Google Analytics data that's verified that shows a timestamp and a date. But from what I'm seeing here, and let's just go ahead and see if I can um, bring up the information again. From what I'm seeing, right, is that the bounce rate was very, very high. But the majority of the traffic to the website is coming from mobile people seeing it from mobile. So, and the mobile bounce rate is very high. So essentially, the majority of the traffic is coming from people on their phones, and yet the majority of the bounce rate is coming from those same people that are on their phones. So that is a pretty you know, big red flag to let you know that the fans that are visiting the website or the customers that are visiting the website are not interested in any way, shape, or form. Um, I'm trying to bring it up one moment. As you can see, the bounce rate has been steadily um, increasing. It used to be very low, and then in general, it's just been rising. So I would, like I mentioned earlier, just would like the seller to provide more accurate information regarding that. Um, the next 
question I really had and the next thing that I noticed is how does a seller claim that they generate this much organic traffic off of just $100 a month in actual um, costs? As someone who's been in the digital marketing industry, it is uh, difficult to generate search engine traffic without doing some form of you know, content marketing. You know, you got to put some content out there. You got to do some social media. I mean, you have to do something. It's uh, typically it's not as simple as just, you know, build it. They will come put the product up there. They will show up unless you have a product that essentially is one that people don't carry. Then, yeah, you're going to have to compete with other brands and other companies for those same keywords. So um, they're not ranking anything for actual products. So the majority of the keywords that they are ranking for have to do with just that brand name. So I would like for them to explain how they were able to generate that unless it's as I think it is, they're just piggybacking off of uh, an established brand's keyword search traffic for their brand name and they were just able to out SEO them by doing you know, essentially a black hat link building. So, And that's really the final thing that I wanted to jump into was looking at the link building tactics of this website. So let's go right here to um, uh, Ahrefs and let's look at the link domains and let's look at sort of how their backlink profile is. This is a, a great way to see how someone is interacting with other websites on the internet and who is it that's actually linking to them. So you know there's a lot to go in here and I'm not going to bog you guys down with too much of the finite details. I will provide the report and you'll be able to kind of go in and then, you know, look at some of these terms and definitions or just go ahead and you can ask me later and I'll and I'll help you guys out. But essentially what you're seeing here is if you go to refer, referring domains and these are all the different websites that are linking to um, www.easypickandstore.com. So essentially this is how Google search works. When you want to get rank top one for a keyword, one of the number one factors that Google looks into, whether or not, for example, they should rank you, let's say if you sell apples, well, when it comes to getting you the top search result for apples, one of the things that Google looks at, one of a thousand or two thousand or three thousand different factors, they're constantly upgrading and improving their search algorithm. But one of the things that they look at that has a high um, influencing factor is the number of links that are coming to your website from other people's websites and the quality of those websites and the topic of those websites and what those websites are all about. Um, typically, when you want to do black hat SEO, which is search engine optimization tactics that will eventually get flagged by Google and then have your website deranked, you'll see um, volume, right? Good SEO and good link building is less about volume and more about quality, the quality of the link itself, more so than the volume of the link. Um, when you see websites that have massive and massive amounts of uh, backlinks in a volume that's more than you know other more established websites, you have to ask yourself what's going on here. So this is definitely something that you see with this website. They are getting lots and lots of links. So where you see here links to target, this is how many links this specific website is giving to easypickinstore.com. And if you can see here, they don't make any sense, right? When you're looking at getting backlinks, and let's talk about a women's clothing store, the type of backlinks that you'd be looking for would be other fashion blogs. 
you know, talking about, wow, this, you know, website has fantastic clothing. You guys should check it out. Or, hey, I just bought this. You'd see, you know, backlinks from YouTube videos saying, hey, look, I just bought some products from here. You see social media posts, you know, things of that nature, things that are organic link building, stuff that you would just naturally see, people talking about the products that this website sells. But what do you see here for um, easypickandstore.com? You see Apollo Hosting, Code Trendy, Valiant.net, Lock8 Near Me, Superstore Finder, all these different injector dynamics. You know, Superstore Finder is a bit more relevant, but you know, for them to send 293 backlinks when, when you think about it, this is an online website. It does not have a brick and mortar location. So this is really not that relevant other than the fact that you're going to get some backlinks from it, which do help with your ranking. But you know, you're, they're playing a, a black hat SEO strategy game here. Injector Dynamics and just all of these random websites. So, you know, this is a pump and dump sort of uh, technique. Eventually, Google will update their algorithm and they will blacklist all of these websites like Thai, Doc, Dave, something. I mean, these are just irrelevant websites. And eventually, Google will find out. They will then de rank this website. So, when you purchase this website, you're buying it because you're getting supposedly a top one keyword search result for the word easy pickings because that's the brand name that they're that they're claiming is theirs and you're doing it because of this backlink profile right you have 194 different websites linking to easypickinstore.com and with a various different amount of links so let's see who's linking who's providing the most links to this website I mean, look at this, rothpractice.com. They have no organic traffic, right? And they've provided 11,570 links. So this is a major, major red flag. If you were even remotely interested in getting this website, you would have the seller disavow these links. And disavowing a link is basically what you as a website owner and online business owner can do by going into your Google Search Console and then basically telling Google, hey, all these backlinks that are pointing to me, I don't want them anywhere near me. Please get rid of them. And let the seller do that. And then we can see what happens to their search traffic. Because if you go ahead and you buy the website now, and it's going to give you all of this little bit of a bump in uh, rankings because of all of this you know, black hat link building, once Google does another algorithmic change, well, all of this is going to disappear completely. And this is something that happens literally all of the time um, you can see actually here I, and I'm check if I can find it you can see here with this tool that it shows all the total backlinks that this website has ever gotten I mean you're talking with uh, numbers in the hundred and forty three thousand I mean these are massively huge numbers for a website so small that doesn't get very much traffic for it to have this many backlinks that's a clear sign of you know black hat SEO but if you hover over here you can see that um, they're what they call the sensor, which is a software that is built in with this tool. And it lets you know that something has happened in the Google rankings. They've made an update and they've changed the ranking. So, and as you see, as they do it, you see ranking, 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 updates, Google updates, and you can see the traffic, um, you can see the backlinks dropping because the, you know, Google is recognizing that they were black hat SEO or black hat backlinks. So you do not want to be anywhere around this type of of stuff because they still have lots of black hat 
SEO backlinks and the updates will continue to happen and the rankings will continue to drop. So your the website that you are buying will not be the same website two months from now, three months from now, five months from now, six months from now, because the backlinks will keep getting purged. So I would say that you should ask the seller to go ahead and purge these um, Black Hat SEO links, Black Hat backlinks, and then see what happens to the traffic. And then, you know, offer a price based on that. And it's easy to see actually which backlinks are from, you know, websites that are going to eventually get you know, um, blacklisted by Google. So like we were saying, we go back here to referring domains and you can kind of see it. When I did links to target right here, which shows, you know, elicit by the websites that are probably providing the most amount of links. And you never want this many links from a website. You know, this is totally unnatural. Google knows this and they will penalize you for it. Um, you know, you, you'll, no website's ever going to give you 11,500 links unless if it's some footer provided in the footer, some site-wide footer, and Google already penalizes for that. So, but let's look at rothpractice.com and see what kind of website it actually is and see if it's even relevant to women's fashion. And nothing shows up. So, this is the type of stuff that I'm talking about. It's not even a website that exists anymore. So, I mean, that's 100% going to be an issue. So, you know, I'll provide a report. You guys can go through it, check out these websites. But as you can see here, that's another major red flag. Um, there was a bunch of other things that I saw about this website that really made me just feel um, not confident in it. It just seemed like there was something going on that... Uh, was a bit fishy but I would say the major thing that needs to be accounted for is was it purposeful or accidental that the easypickinstore.com the seller of this website went after this keyword knowingly that there was another brand that was a brick-and-mortar location is that on purpose or was that by accident because you know I'm making it clear I don't think that People are searching for the easypickinstore.com. I really believe that they're searching for Easy Pickens, the brick and mortar location. So whatever traffic that they're claiming that they're getting for their brand, I don't think it's for them. And that, again, is to me verified by their high bounce rate. So that would be another thing that they would need to provide real, most recent verified data is their actual bounce rate. So that's for uh that's pretty much the analysis that i'm going to do for this website easypickandstore.com and what i think about it you know as you can see here on their flippa you know it's got 35 bids at seven thousand dollars and um you know but you can buy it now for twenty thousand and, and it's it's definitely not worth that price i would not recommend buying this website until the seller has met some of those criteria you know criteria one would be actually them doing a detailed explanation for why they have a top brand keyword that is essentially synonymous and uh you know has brand confusion with another uh, company of the same name that needs to be covered and they need to figure out and explain how much of it is going to them and how much of is it going how much of it is actually going to the other brand and and that's and that seems like it's going to be a issue in the long term if one of the other if the other brand decides to maybe file for some legal action because of some brand confusion which i can definitely see happening um, the next thing that they're going to need to uh, talk about is their bounce rate and their time spent on website. I don't think that the information that they provided is the most accurate. I'd like to see what their most recent bounce rate is for the month of, you know, let's say October and November, 
and make sure that they're providing it accurately, you know, showing that they're not doing any weird filters or anything of that nature and they're providing real raw data for their bounce rate. And the next thing is, you know, them stating exactly what they're going to do with that backlink profile and those, um, you know, black hat backlinks that they have on their computer because or on their website, because eventually they will get penalized by Google and then um, the website will get deranked into oblivion and whatever uh, value it was worth, even if it is siphoning off brand traffic from another company, that will cease to exist also if you're not constantly doing black hat SEO to keep the website up. So when they claim that they spent no money on marketing, that is also not true. They've spent money on marketing because somebody had to get those 100,000 backlinks because that was not a natural way of achieving it. It was totally unnatural. So my opinion is, is that this website is not worth its sale price and um, that there's something uh, going on that needs to be explained. The seller needs to provide a lot more data and attachments and site info that they're not doing. Um, and uh, yeah, they, I think they do need to be more public with their disclosure of their information. There's nothing to be worried about in terms of you know, sensitive info or any of that nature. And when it comes to their actual, the one, the one final thing is what it comes down to their um, claimed profit and their claimed revenue. This being a Shopify website, which I was able to do an analysis and find out that it is a Shopify website. There actually is a built-in feature that you can do as a seller where you can just integrate a plugin and that works with Shopify and Google Analytics. And essentially what it'll do is it'll show you how much transaction data the website is actually generating. Um, this is called, uh, it's a Google Analytics report with uh, a thing called uh, basic e-commerce tracking that provides real transaction and real revenue data. So this is something that is, you know, a Shopify plugin. It's very easy. It's like a one-click install. You know, you could get somebody on Fiverr to do it for a couple bucks. It's, it's really not difficult. So the seller should have this information, and, and that way you can actually see the transaction data for the purchases and it'll show that they're actually generating that much sales you know to me i don't i don't think that you should ever buy a website that just has a claimed revenue and a claimed profit anyone that's uh working in with e-commerce can very quickly set it up so that the transactions that are being done on the website can be sent out in a very simple google analytics report so that needs to be, that needs to be provided as well for for this website to even be worth a quarter of what it's uh, attempting to be sold for. So that's my total deep dive and uh, for you know this website worth its series for the first episode for um, www.easypickandstore.com. If um, you know you guys have any questions, shoot them my way. You can uh, you know message me on anchor.fm. It's an app you can download it on your phone. You know you guys can also message me on YouTube. It's where I'll be putting this episode too. Just you know shoot me a private message <laughs> or you know message me in the comments. Whatever it is that you'd like to do if you have any ideas or suggestions or any questions of that nature. So um, do I think that this website is worth the sale price? I would give it a hard no until the seller provides more public data specifically uh, the information that I mentioned before in this podcast uh, video. Um, if you like this podcast video and want to see more episodes of Website Worth It, please subscribe to my channel, 1000 Red Gates on Anchor.fm app on your phone or on YouTube or Apple iTunes or Google Play. Um, you'll be able to find a free PDF with analytical reports on this website, about this website, 
on um, you know any of those channels that I'm, I mentioned. I'll put the links for them also so that you can find them. I'll, I'll respond to everybody's comment on Flippa so that they can kind of find out where everything is. And then you guys can kind of do a deep dive if you'd like on the reports themselves. So, you know, thanks for listening and tuning in and see you guys next time. Hope this helped.